Hey guys, <laughs> we're still here. <laughs> still here. Yep. We're Some, still at it, guys. Somebody yeah. said, somebody said, Chopal podcast three times while staring in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, or not. If yeah. depending yeah. if you're, we're Candymen or uh, Beetlejuices. Those but, fucking uh, guys are still doing that shit. Like, oh my god. Oh my god, give it up. Um, so what are y'all uh, doing? Get a job. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, great energy. <laughs> so, anyways, we're back, and um, we're gonna get ready to. In case you guys don't know, you guys may have accidentally hit play or accidentally <laughs> downloaded this episode. Um, this is the Show Pop Podcast, and my name is John John and John Jader. And I'm here with Jason Deron and Hicks, and uh, we're just hanging out at his crib, man. You know, you know, it's uh, on a Saturday night. Caught up, haven't seen this guy in a good bit since the fights. A couple weeks okay, since yeah, the conflict fights, weeks, but, yeah. You know, um, and we're we're just catching up, man. And <clears throat> um, we just figured we're gonna just try and record a conversation here. So uh, there's really no no uh, curric- uh, agenda or. Uh, curriculum or anything like that going on so we're just gonna try and gonna try and shoot from the hip right so if that's not to your liking you can delete it yeah. you can delete you it can turn it off fucking turn it off maybe go back to our, our, our catalog of many episodes right just still getting a lot of listens somehow yeah a lot of gold <laughs> in there so anyways um this, this is a little redundant because Hicks and I pretty much we probably should we just hung out for like a 90 minutes yeah we talk. probably should have recorded earlier and we did not so um, should I even ask you, hey man, so how are things going? What's oh, new? Man, bro, things are things are going great, man. Yeah. You know, blah, 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 you know. <laughs> and we've been busy, you know. It's it's um, several months ago. John had his child, had his his, his firstborn son. Yeah. So of course he's been busy, and yeah, man. Um, you know, so and we, you've been getting you, you got injured in jujitsu. You've been doing that. That was getting, yeah, more recent. Getting, um, getting you know, injured. so you Being know, reminded of your mortality. No shit. And as I get older, it's definitely becoming more apparent every day. Um, but yeah, we've been busy, and but we still love to fucking hang out and and uh, share with you guys and and uh, you know hang out with y'all. So, so. <clears throat> speaking of, um, you guys can message us on Facebook. That'd probably be the best way to get in touch with us. Um, just to go on Facebook.com, Showpal Podcast, or you can email us at Gmail, Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you guys can send us any questions. It could be we we'll take anything. Okay, mm-hmm. we will we'll work with it. So uh, any questions, any um, you can send like a picture. Just send and, us a picture and yeah, no just, subject title. Yeah, nothing. Um, we'll fucking talk about it. Comment, you know, yeah. if you or you just want to blast us, you know, just yeah. say hey. hey. There's other things you guys could be doing, like maybe volunteering at a at a shelter or something. Right. Um, but uh, any of that, just uh, contact contact us on there. And uh, speaking of, I'm gonna go ahead and um, we actually had a message <clears throat> from a listener, so I'm gonna go ahead and pull that up and get that out the way before I forget. Say so, what? Yeah, yeah, we we actually had a message. It's been so long since I've checked that email. Like I don't even, I don't have it on my phone anymore. Well, it was on our Facebook page. Oh, so, oh yeah, oh, oh. yeah, sneaky deaky. Um, let me just go pull that up on here. I don't have a fancy tablet. There you go. I'm gonna dial, keep spinning. You got a really cool phone. So, it's a 5C. <laughs> uh, I should have given my Wi Fi password. Oh, this is really boring. Look at that. Oh, can't connect. Sorry, something. So, last time you guys, while well, this is loading, the last time you guys probably heard us, we were, um, um, commentating the conflict fights. Uh, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Conflict 39? 39, yes, sir. Um, of course, had Mike Hazard fighting in the main event, the Muay Thai fight, getting a decision, I believe. Was that correct? Um, yeah, unanimous decision. Uh, great fight. On Cody Jones. Uh, Cody Jones, yep. Um, Another South Carolinian. Yep. Of course, the Mark Trader, Robbie Collum fight, which everybody was talking about several days after the fight. Epic fight. Um, remember hearing somebody say that was like... Um, Conflict's version of Griffin Bonner, mm-hmm. like that was their little coming out party. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That got attention. I think yep. that's a good, um, good metaphor or good 
Yeah. Similar, you know. Um, that's probably the best fight I've seen. Well, that's definitely, I've, I've told, I've said this before, like, that's the best fight I've seen in person. Right. If not, I mean, yeah. Well, at least one of the best fights I've seen in That was person. a good, like, technical fight yeah. between two good guys and two different style yeah. fighters. But then there was also, like, this intense, there's intensity about it. Like, and there was, like, a, um, there was drama behind the fight for it's, some yeah, reason. There was drama after yeah. the fight, you know what I mean? Yeah. With weight cutting stuff yeah. and, and, and with the promoter and all this and that. So yeah. I think all that played into the atmosphere there and the, yeah. and the crowd was really feeding like something off of it. besides, obviously, a, a belt. Right. Except that it was, like, almost like a uh, bragging rights, pride. Right, right. A lot of that stuff was on, was on the line. I think all that played into it. Because yeah. it's not like one of these fights where both guys got dropped several times and had to go to the hospital together it was a different kind of fight there was you know there was a certain uh, energy about it and, and, and you know it really showed how people talking for days you yeah, know yeah. Um, about the decision and about the fight itself so um, but yeah we had a good time doing that um, is it unloading yet no man it said I don't know what whoops the hell, something what the hell went wrong going on. yeah it was, well last thing it did say is it's whoops something went wrong can you access I can, it I can try All right. you, go, you go ahead and fill the I'll, air I'll go try and fucking yeah. talk more bullshit um, but yeah, that was uh, Hicks and, I, and my uh, first co- our first commentary gig. So thanks to uh, Jared Williams uh, over at Conflict MMA for having us do that. And um, you know, we talked to him, and uh, maybe maybe down the road, you know, sooner or later, we'll be doing more commentary for him. And um, but yeah, it was a good event, man. A lot of good fights on there. A lot of good matchmaking happened that evening. And um, is that in a message? Yeah, if you just go on ShowPal Podcast and go to Activity, there you go, and then Messages. Sorry, bud. No, that's... There we go. If I could do anything right. All right, so Hicks is going to go ahead and read this email. We got this on the Facebook page, ShowPal Podcast. All right, so this one's from Alberto, and he wants to talk about Cyborg. Talk about the beast that is Cyborg and how she would probably smash... Ronda but get finessed by home he also asked how would you guys see Triple G versus Canelo and uh, I also know about our BJJ training so thanks for the message Alberto always a good kid this is from May 22nd also so it's been a couple months. <laughs> Better late than never. Hey, Better late let, than never. That's right. To any of you, any of you guys that are thinking about right, um, sending yeah. us a message, don't let that deter you. Right. right. Don't let because obviously, eventually, we will fucking answer you. You know what I mean? So you know, that's a there's a lot of loyalty there. Um, so back to his. Let's go his first part of his question there. All right. Um, talk about Cyborg. You see Cyborg's last fight? Yeah. Was she that at one ninety eight or something? One ninety nine or something? Um, I didn't actually see the fight. I think it was, it was before 199. It was the one in Brazil. It was a catchweight, I think. I heard it was stopped early. I don't remember that's the details. The, I forget but. the... I hate to say I forget the woman's name, but she, she was contesting that it was stopped early. I mean, she she wanted to go out on her shield. Right. For sure, but I, I don't... Dude, it would have just been more of the same. She, right, she was right. getting She got manhandled, man. Right. Like, she... It, she was outclassed, which most people would be against against Cyborg. Yeah, I mean, she... Um, it, was, it was at a catchweight, too. I mean, Cyborg was a bigger person... Obviously, yeah. and um, she just got fucking blasted, man. Like she so, just got looked like she was working. It looked like the forget the name of the girl that she was fighting. Uh, I mean, I, you guys want me to fact check? I would if I had internet connection. But anyways, the lady that she was fighting, it looked like they were doing. She was working pad work on her, except she wasn't wearing any pads. Right. So that's how bad it was, and she got pissed off that the ref pulled Cyborg off. And I'm like, well, dude, you want more of that? It's not gonna happen, and it's not in your best interest, but. Um, so like you know when it so when it comes to he's asking about how she do against Ronda, I know in the past I've defended Ronda when she was champion and she was going through people and you know there was um, this battle in the media about Cyborg being on steroids mm-hmm. and Ronda you know wouldn't agree to go up weight and she wanted you know Cyborg to cut down, um, you know I've me personally I backed off on that because. I don't know, man. R- Rhonda's rubbed me the wrong way with her attitude lately and this whole, you know, <laughs> this her whole thing, man, is just, it's it's annoying. You know, I'm not saying I jump ship, but I, I've, in the, whereas in the past, I'd say, you know what? Rhonda's a champion. She deserves to say that. She's never been caught cheating. Da-da-da-da-da. But since then, Rhonda has lost. Um, yeah. And the division has gone on. 
and I think more a lot of fighters have 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 risen that will give Ronda a chance. I think the, the, that division has evolved since her loss. You know what I'm saying? I think there's more people than just Holly Holm that are going to beat Ronda Rousey right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, um, and I don't think that she has that clout anymore. You know, geez. I know that's kind of that, that, that's kind of rough, but you know, she did lose. She's been out a long time. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that she deserves that clout to like demand that Cyborg comes up. I think if she wants a big money payday, they should meet in the middle. And you mm-hmm. know, of course, Cyborg doesn't get caught with with steroids or whatever. But I don't know, man. I, I've I've I felt myself change my tune a little bit when it comes to that fight. What about what about you? Um, <clears throat> I was gonna say if we read this message in May, it, uh, my, my I'd probably be singing a different tune. But like you like you pointed out, um, the time and just that span a few months has really changed that 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 division has uh, the dynamic of it has changed yeah. you know, significantly. So yeah. if if I were to answer that question back in May, I would say Ronda would probably. Just because um, of Cyborg's style, that blitzing style where she goes in, so she's kind of doing Ronda the favor of closing the distance to get in that clinch. And if you know, obviously she was popped for steroids, and if um, you know they're as a stri- as um, <clears throat> relentless with her testing, she may not have that brawn to nullify Ronda's clinch. So I think Ronda would probably would probably get a takedown, and she probably would right, right. have slapped the submission on. But now, especially like post Holly Holm Ronda Rousey. Right. I think I honestly think she knows what it's like now to get blasted, and I think if she gets hit hard, that who knows where she where, where how her she'll collect be. Yeah, how she's going to collect herself, right. you know? Cause right. She she's been brought back down to earth, and dude, obviously she hasn't recovered. I don't think recovered. she has though. I don't think I don't think psychologically she's been she was brought back down yeah, yeah, to earth. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that she's appreciating it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I still think she she she's high. She feels she's high and mighty. Um, I, I don't like for a while there, you're hearing that, you know, she was just going to come back to fight Misha and then retire, and you hear that it's just like, well, yeah, she wants to fight Misha. She knows she can win. That she can leave on a win. She doesn't yeah. want to fight anymore, you know. Um, now, granted, yes, she deserved a break and this and that, but meanwhile, the division is evolving, yeah. and you've got another champion now, and Nunez, <laughs> you know, who's very capable of being Ronda Rousey, yeah, and oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for you know, sure. very capable. I think a um, lot of these the top. Excuse me. The top five women in the um, UFC bantamweight division all have a chance of beating Rousey again if, she, if they fought, fought her. I think I think Holly uh, beats her again. I think Holly would, um, and that that comes just that just comes down to style, the st- right. stylistically. I mean, Holly's on a Holly's on a two fight, you know, losing streak. Lost, yeah, you know, but, but the the Shevenko, mm-hmm. Shevenko, whatever yeah. her name was, you know, that was a good fight. She just fought the wrong fight and she fought a good fighter you know what I mean she was good you know tactical fighter yeah Um, but you could tell though man like I think after that Misha fight or even I I don't know man because like a lot of people have been saying that she's been lucky or that she's kind of a fluke or all that stuff I don't think so that frustrates me yeah I think for sure like her when her and Rousey fought that was not just like textbook game planning and execution, but I think that was a big part of like stylistically. Yes, but sir. I feel like I think when she defended her belt against Misha, I felt like um, she might may have been just taxed. Like she was still kind of recovering from that wave of, of fighting Ronda because you know how and the pressure, yeah, the you pressure know exhausting, yeah, you know yeah. exhausting that is on your on your mental game and your edge, right? And I mean, she had so much hunger and she just like to be like redlining that whole duration of that fight with Rousey. And then the after effects of re- come to realization that you are a champ, and now here you are defending against a freaking game, Misha Tate, who's very right. relentless, and then a veteran, and you can't sleep on her. And she no. she did she did you know no pun intended, but you know right. she she really did, and I think that set her you know she was she's up like at ten, and then she gets she loses to Misha like that, and that in the way it went down, that's going to bring her back down to a seven or and six. And the public, the public will nowadays, and it's getting faster. The yeah. public judges you so quick, yep. and yeah. you know only as good as your last fight. Yeah. Whereas people like you and I make like, well, look at her career; mm-hmm. she's still there, and she will still she'll, yeah. she'll come back and she'll beat some people, yeah. and she'll make her way back back up to be a contender. But right now, yeah. you know, it, it depends on where her head is at to get yeah. out. She'll be okay because she's been here before, though. She has a long career. Yeah. I don't know about Ronda, man. I'm starting to. Yeah. I mean, look how long it's taken her to come back. She hasn't done shit, and you know, I, I don't. I don't think her head's 
right to come back. No, man. dude, that's, that's I'm gonna put whoever she comes back to fight. As long as they're not a complete chump, I'm gonna put money on that person. I don't, yeah. you know, as long as it's even if it's Misha Tate, I think Misha right, yeah, right now, like I, you said yeah. earlier, if she gets popped with a good one, yeah. where is her head gonna be? Is she in the right camp, or if she even goes into deep waters? Right, you know, you know, she's not yeah. changing camp. Yeah. You know, she's still at Glendale, and a lot of there's a lot of people that don't, yeah, that don't agree with her staying there yeah. and don't like what's going on over there right. with her trainers. I don't know if that's. Yeah, I don't know, brother. Yeah, I think any of those five could would be able to beat Ronda. But yeah, back to this question. Um, I think so. We're go- let's just forget about May. If they were to fight now, Cyborg and Ronda fought, fought now. I would, obviously, I think Cyborg would. I'd give it to Cyborg just yeah. for the fact that she's she's she knows how to handle herself in the clinch because of the tie. But I just think she has that edge on power and striking where who knows how um, Ronda's recovered. And she's from. explosive. Yeah. Dude, she know? looked great. Uh, and she's big. Yeah. She's big as hell. Like you, she, yeah. you know, she'd have to, this would be a fight at 140, just hypothetically. You know, mm-hmm. she doesn't cut down. Um, you know, it's, it, it, Ronda's has going to have to be perfect to go in, you know, go into something like Dude, that. I perfect th- mentally. Yeah. I, I think if, if um, Cyborg just went in there, just beeline straight to her. And just started blasting, but just kept at boxing, just kept at a boxing fight, because Cyborg will take one to give one. Oh yeah. And I don't, I don't know if Ronda would want to take too many of what she throws up. You know, she she gives. Part of the reason she takes one, and she can do that. She can yeah. take one to give one, is because she's so much bigger than her opponents. Yep. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so she'll she'll have that mental edge in there because she she, she has nothing to lose. That's a big deal. She still has nothing to lose. Right. Know? Right. But um, but if home and Cyborg fought. I would I would pick home then, and I probably I, honestly I'd probably pick home now, right. just because I think she's more mobile and she'd probably but I think she would win by like outpointing, right? So right. I don't know, maybe not though. I, I maybe I might take that back because Shevchenko did a good job grinding um, out clinching home. That's right. where she got a lot more of her significant strikes in. And um, I think with, with Holly just fought a bad fight. That was yeah. That was she really fight. fought. She yeah. fo- tried to force too much. Yeah. She didn't, you know, she didn't adjust her game plan there. I yeah. was disappointed there. I thought she was trying to force it. And maybe she was she was tired. Maybe she was, you know, tired of the, all these camps back-to-back or whatever. Yeah. But she just seemed to let, just be out there going with the flow and not, not adjusting her game yeah, plan. She, yeah. Similar is kind of what happened with Ronda. When Ronda fought Holly, she yeah. didn't adjust her game plan. She didn't know. She didn't have another game plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so... I agree. I, I I still would give it to Holly, mm-hmm. um, but it'd be a, that's a dream fight for me, man. That's, really? that's yeah. I'd, I'd, I've, I've I've I thought I've been wanting Holly to take that fight for a while now. You know, since Cyborg um, has come into the UFC because Holly's big. She's big. Yeah. She's one of the yeah. bigger girls in the weight class, and she she'd give Cyborg some competition. I think Cyborg would run over if if there's a catch weight, she'd run over most of the division. She goes for size alone, experience. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, but, oh, yeah. What else was on that question? I'm sorry, man. So the second part of his question: um, How would we see Triple G versus Canelo? And John and I were talking about this earlier. How boxing's just kind of messed this whole thing up. Like now they they want Canelo to fight, or Canelo wants to fight somebody else. You know, forgive me for not knowing all the names and stuff like that. Things but they're basically fight, yeah. pushing off the fight. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of people think is that they're pushing off this fight because Triple G is actually older. Mm. He's he's like third. He's in his uh, mid thirties or early thirties. Yeah. So he's so you know, and, and some people some people would consider that past his prime. You know, a lot of people think that's what that's what Canelo's doing. That's what his camp is doing. They're pushing oh, off his fight, waiting. You know what I mean for Triple G. I just think it's it's lame as shit. Make the fight happen now. You could have a trilogy fight for all you know. Remember back in the day in boxing, you had trilogy fights. You had Trinidad and, yeah. and De La Hoya. You had all these other what, yeah. you had mega fights happening. Yeah. And and you know, but now they're just letting these guys push off these fights to get an advantage. Mayweather did it with, I think Mayweather did it with Pacquiao. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. and I think it's stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you know. He, he, this, I would think that that would be the matchup that would redeem boxing because, get know, some. It needs hype around yeah. it right now. Man. And those, yeah, those two, they should, they should have just made the fight happen after Canelo knocked out Khan. Yeah. They, they like, already did you, this. Yeah. And like, they, they built it up as if they were going to. And like, they're that the only not. two. Yeah. It's, it doesn't make any sense. And what's going to happen is one of them's going to lose. You know, or both yeah, of them are going to lose, is, yeah. and then you're in a fucking mess. Yeah. Like, why not give the give the fans the yeah. fight they want? They'll pay for it. Right. What's the fucking? That's the one thing the UFC does well. They don't milk the shit yeah. too much. 
you know, they may go to the opposite spectrum and just make fights that the fans just want to see, yeah, i.e. Diaz McGregor, yeah, you know what I mean, now, and just yeah. make money fights. But sometimes yeah. that's not a bad thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Boxing needs to take take notes of that, you know, and make these guys put. Sometimes it's the camps, maybe that they're they're, yeah. they're trying to get advantages. I think, I think there's but, something about a belt. Oh, I forget, man. I, it was a while back, but it's shortly after um, Canelo knocked out Khan. But something about his belt, like he, I think something with the boxing, um, the boxing certain boxing promotions or something. Like he had to defend the belt within like a certain time frame. Otherwise, he'd have to give it up or something. It was something like that. There's always some weird fucking. Yeah, there, you There's know, some stipulation or whatever, stuff. and I, I think that was part of why they didn't put the fight together. It was some some crap, man. It's like some sort of like some rule that they had for that for I forget whatever boxing promotion, man. But yeah, they should make that happen, man, just to redeem. Because people are still like you think of boxing now, people still think, oh fuck Mayweather, fuck Pacquiao, and gives a shit about boxing. Everyone still has a bad taste in their mouth from that. Still, so that would have been a good way to redeem them. And um, yeah, I think how the fight would go, um. Um, I, th- I think um, I think Golovkin would probably win, probably in uh, maybe in the ninth, eighth or ninth you round, break him? rounds. Yeah. You think he'd break him? Like just yeah. it'd be a f- bang, bang, bang fight. I think yeah, I think he'd weather the storm. He'd probably methodically um, break break wear Canelo out. Cause, think so. Yeah, man, Golovkin he's he's savvy, man. Like he's not he's not like he doesn't move su- like super athletic, but he's very methodical and like how he stalks guys cuts him off and then when he does put combinations together he's, he's very like his combinations man are like i don't know he, and he's he's so heavy in both his hands I'm not saying that canelo's not heavy in both hands but like golovkin's fucking heavy on both hands golovkin you know? canelo doesn't fight as fearless as golovkin yeah, triple g yeah. fights fearless and then he's also and then he's yeah. and then he's got the power and the skills to back it up yeah because that's that's hard to deal yeah. with yeah his defense you know? like there's times where he gets it looks like he gets a little complacent where his hands will be a little, a little bit low, but it's weird though because like the shots he does take, it's like he he does see him and he rolls with him. Right. Where I don't I don't know if Canelo has that habit of being like he gets into like brawls. Right. Right. I mean he'll bang and he'll fight. Yeah. But he, he realizes Lumpkin's another level. Yeah. Well, basically, it feel, to me, I feel like Canelo relies. He's going to rely on his youth. And his, as his, he should. and his exuberance, yeah, right. as he should. Right. But I think that may not work in his favor against a guy who's very methodical and right. very heavy-handed in both hands against Golovkin. Because he's, you watch all his fights, man. I just, I'm just really impressed. Like somebody did a breakdown video. I don't know if it was Jack Slack or, I forget. Somebody was doing a breakdown video. How he's like, he'll just walk down an opponent, not even like Tyson, where he has like that neutral stance where he's squared up. But he'll actually walk and he'll walk from southpaw to orthodox and stuff. And he'll do like he'll be switching punches off an angle and you don't really realize it and then like that helps cut off guys and then that's when he puts on like these awesome combinations man right so Canelo doesn't fight like that man Canelo you know he's I want to say he's a brawler I think he's more of a puncher you know he's, he's very much a puncher he he kind of relies on his um on his size and his youth and his his his, his exuberance and he but he engages I think he engages in too many brawls so I'd, I'd give it to Golovkin in a later round yeah, Sorry. that's a good analysis, man. What yeah, do you think? Absolutely. Um, it's it's tough, man. It's I think that Canelo has an edge because of his youth. I think he's a little technically more sound um, defensively, at least. And then his I, I would give Canelo the edge just off of speed alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if his 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 camp would come in with a conservative mm-hmm. um, game plan to yeah. take it deep and win a decision, yeah. and not yeah. to brawl with Golovkin because of his, because of his power. Yeah. So if I were to put money on it today, just thinking off the top of my head, you know, not really looking at tape or anything, yeah. I would say that I would put money on, on Canelo just off of that. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that's what his camp would want him to do. And a little side, I, I think too, but, like. It's they're very evenly matched too though where they're at right now, in their in their fighting career and then like where they're at as, as as boxers, but um I think if if Golovkin touches Canelo and drops him early in the round that's gonna that's gonna mentally break Canelo Absolutely. where I think if Golovkin got dropped early in a right. fight I think he's gonna recover he's he's not gonna let that it'll, phase him it'll if anything yeah. it could possibly charge him up yeah get it, so, get that Hulk Hogan energy right. you know what yeah, I mean it's yeah. something like that. Um, hey, I agree with you. That's that's that's, that's good. And, yeah. Problem is, we're probably not going to see the fight for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. So but you know, as we were talking about, they keep trying to make make these guys fight other people. I don't know what's going on with boxing. Boxing is different than the way the UFC works. It's not really a league 
You know what you know, I mean? It's yeah. more, and there's so many different um, promotions. It's, dude. And the promoters bicker with each other about deals and making this fight happen. It's, it's boxing works differently, you yeah. know. Not to go in too much too deep into it, but look it up. Go to Google and, and kind of look the way promoters make yeah. fights in, in big time boxing. It's a lot different than the way a league like the UFC does it. Um, so who knows if that fight will ever even freaking happen? But um, I think it needs to. I think box again, boxing needs. Boxing needs the kind of fights that people talk about beforehand and people talk about afterwards in a positive way. Yeah. You know, like back in the day when, even if it was Tyson or if it was um, Gotti Ward, and you see these really great wars and people were talking about it the next day and the people were watching the replay on HBO after pay-per-view, watching it again and people yeah. were still talking about it. That's not happening now in boxing yeah. at all. Zero. I mean, I think the last time that actually kind of happened was when like Pacquiao's tear. Pacquiao, exactly. Yeah, when exactly. He was, when he was going through like uh, right. Hatton, um, De La Hoya, Claudia, right. um, you know, the, tons of guys. Yeah, the, the fights right. with Morales when he fought all of those, yeah. all, all those fights with Morales and freaking uh, that's Marquez. When, right, and that's, that's why he made a name for himself because he yeah. was exciting yeah. and people were talking about it before yeah. and after. You know that's what why I mean? people watch boxing. You know, right? I mean, right. look at UFC or not just UFC but MMA. As soon as it gets to the ground, people are st- even now. 2016 people are impatient the only time that people get the audience seems to get excited is when they see a submission being applied but right. other than that as far as the intricacies that's going on on the ground crowd starts booing right off so quickly still you know so shame speaking of ground and intricacies he asked about how our training yeah he was just shares. asking about our bjj we're both now over at um at tiktok bjj with um with jacob mcclintock mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's going good, yeah, man. It's good. It's I haven't, club, I haven't been there in a month, you know, right. for obvious reasons. Right. You just got your. I just I just had an injury, another knee injury. Anybody who knows me knows that I've um, that's my Achilles heel, yeah. so to speak. Um, but yeah, I just had looks like another torn meniscus, so I'll be out for a little bit. Um, uh, this, just just of hard training and stuff. Hicks, how did um, how'd you get the injury in your knee, bro? What well, um, long story short, was rolling with a big guy in the morning class and. Um, you know, in the you know when I roll the big guy because I've been injured by big guys many times. I've, I'm one of those those um, not as big guys. I'm talking like heavyweight guys. Is when I'm talking about big guys. Um, throughout the years, I've always kind of have instances where they would go a little hard on you, whatever, and things get wrenched the wrong way. And you know, these guys are strong. Um, so over the years, I've kind of given myself rules, try not to get underneath them. You know fucking don't try to be a hero or whatever um so with this guy i was like just stay on top stay on top and i was doing fine but then towards the end i just towards the end of the round i got kind of lazy and i said i'll just go to my guard try to set up a bicep uh splice and my my meniscus gets caught um it's it's a bucket tear in my meniscus and i've had it for years and it would get it gets caught in the joint and my knee gets stuck at about a 45 degree angle roughly and I have to work it out. Wasn't able to work it out this time and it basically got caught and the guy moved and it, it exploded, basically got yanked out of the of the knee of the of the joint. So huge inflammation, probably more tearing to my to, to the cartilage. So, you know, it's gotta try to let it heal and rehab. Surgery's not an option right now. So was it uh, you, know, you said it was a bicep slice from what from your guard? From my guard. Uh, like yeah. So then yeah, so the you know, I mean kinda like a your legs folded in. If, yeah. you, if anybody knows what a bicep splice is, you know you're. I'm, I'm setting it up by making him think he's passing my guard, but okay, then I have yeah. a bicep splice. So kinda my like legs a, folded in, like, like I'm going for a gogo plata. Okay, yeah. You know, think of that position. You're going yeah. for a gogo plata. Okay. Um, Josh did that to a guy, didn't he? And uh, Josh taught me that. Uh, Josh taught me. Uh, Josh taught me that back in the day. We were supposed to have Josh over tonight, but he had to cancel. Um, I remember. I remember clearly. Josh teaching me that because he caught me in it and I didn't tap and my fuck, my freaking arm hurt for like well, he did that to a guy in a tournament I remember yeah remember he did that and it, we just heard did him. he tap oh he yeah broke he, his arm that's You're right, right. I, no man I got excited because I totally remember that I was like yeah we're like, I, we were oh, like oh shit this guy's not gonna tap either nah. yeah he didn't know what was going on that was like a new move and yeah. he, he got this guy and, yes and it, I think we heard like a yes oh shit and then he just like hold it, held his arm that's a good memory yeah well, for we us we were like oh shit yeah yeah. yeah, but Josh always taught me that. He taught me the setup, and I've used it for a long time now. Um, 
uh, to, to on, on guys. But yeah, dangerous move. If you guys don't know it, look it up and, and drain it. Um, yeah, pretty much if it hurts. A lot of people don't know either. Because yeah. it's not one of those things where you're caught in it, it hurts. But if you're trying to be a tough guy, you can actually stay in there yeah. and, and, and not mm-hmm. tap. Um, especially if you're bigger than the guy that has it, yeah, the, yeah, bigger than muscle. your opponent, you can kind of muscle out. Yeah. But that let, let me tell you, you got just go ahead and tap. Because you, first of all, you can't get out. Especially if it's in, yeah. Especially when you're in training, I don't. But you know how guys are, fucking knuckleheads, you know I mean? man. You know, I did it. I'm not gonna lie. The first time I was caught in it, I didn't tap. Well, if you um, don't know what's going on, right? You know what I mean, right? And I didn't. I was like, oh, this hurts, but I think, but I don't. But you don't know you're in a hold. Yeah. And yeah. but I learned, and I learned the hard way. Yeah. And uh, after that, I mean, I was like, you gotta teach me that. And Josh taught me that. I ain't gonna lie. Like um, I remember, um, I was rolling with uh, Greg, Greg Elliott, Mister, oh, yeah. uh, Mister. Uh, Mr. Baseball, Baseball Bat Choke, Sandman. Like, I remember he got that on me, and I knew he was going for it, man. But I was like, dude, just when you think you're about to pass, I was like, holy shit. And then you're like, I was like, I can't caught. pass. Yeah. I was like, I can't pass. So I just, I was like, man, I just, I stopped. I didn't even try to, but I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Get, yeah. That, that sneaks up. And on if you, and if somebody's quick at it and they're small yeah. and they're very flexible to get their, to get their leg in that, um, Google Plata type position, yeah. um, um, and I, I can transition to that really smooth. You know, I've been doing it for years. And yeah. usually I have good dexterity in my knees, but every now and then they like to just fucking explode. So, um, but yeah, man, otherwise training, training was going great up until then. <laughs> I, was, I, I really love the club there. If you're in the Charleston area and you're looking yeah. for a BJJ club, TikTok BJJ, check them out on Facebook. Jacob has a ton of experience. Josh Boring's teaching there now. He teaches the kids class. Yeah. Um, a couple brown belts, you know. Um, the the area in Charleston, like you know, the the MMA and the BJJ community, it's they're everything's still growing, yeah. everything's still going, and and um, you know, as we saw at the last conflict fights that we were talking about earlier, that you know, the guys are still fighting, they're still active, and they're still good. Yeah. So that, oh, yeah. That, that's great. Um, so. Speaking of conflict and the MMA, with the commentating, man, um, do you have like any like um, remarks or anything with like how that went as far as like how you felt with commentating? Because I know we were chopping it up earlier and we were saying like how it's kind of nice to not be in the back, like you know, being in the mix of all the hustle and bustle, like right. getting guys warmed up or getting dudes, you know, getting them in the uh, you know kill kill it, mode. It was so nice, it's, man. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was. It's the first time that you and I have been to a fight, and not and weren't working. Yeah, working a corner, having to tape guys up, having to corner somebody we didn't know because they didn't have a corner or anything like that. It was nice to actually go there and watch and appreciate the fights. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like we go there and then, or for cornering one of our buddies, or cornering a teammate, or whatever. There's a lot of anxiety involved, and 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 you're working. Yeah, you're working and doing the best you can yeah. to help your your boy win, boy yeah. or girl. And, um, you know, this was nice, and it was nice to sit back and commentate like we would do when we watch fights at home. Yeah, that's you basically know? what I want to get to, yeah. Because yeah. it, it really did feel like that. Like, we were just basically watching fights, like, right in front of our eyes, not on a screen. Right. And, you know, I I, I know we, we try to be... We try to call things as best we could to our knowledge and try to be as objective as possible, you know what I mean? But it's just... I, so if you guys are listening now, I mean, you got to bear with us, not just make any excuses that that was our first time commentating, but, like, we are, like, fight nerds. Like, so, yeah. so there's moments where... That's a good way to know, put it, man. Something exciting happens, and we just kind of think out loud about it, because it's just, you know... You know, Hicks and I have been training for a very long time, and like, just to see the, the evolution, or just to see that it's still thriving... And to see it in person. And, like, it's almost like I felt like, I'll be honest, man, like, I felt like it was kind of like we really were just, like, kind of older guys, you know, not not, yeah. not trying to build, you know, play us up or any of that. It's just, it was cool. Like, Andy McWilliams is there, and that was a guy that we were training for a while. And right. here he is cornering his, his kid, right. cornering his son in a jiu-jitsu exhibition match. You know, that was a beautiful thing. And then we see, like, you know, this is the same event where you were the freaking main event in Charleston, and then you see... You know, younger up and coming guys. It is. You know, right. headlining and main eventing, and you know, guys that we were training, and now here they are moving on up. You know, and then even see like some guys like um, Jeremy Stevens, like you know, old school, still in Charleston, and he's still, still he's still in there carrying shield, you know? going in there. Yeah, it really, you know, it 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 was. There's a lot to take in. Yeah, at it that really, point, it really was, you know, um, John and I, we 
you know, when we were young, early high school kids now, watching early UFC, early Pride stuff, early Pancrase shit, we were pretty much fans first. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, yeah. we're always going to be fans first because that's what we started, you know, before we fought. When I was fighting, I still consider myself a fucking fight nerd. Yeah. Just I analyze fights, watch them over. When I was younger, I watched fights over and over, the same fights over and over and over, just trying to learn stuff yeah. and just watch movements and, you know, try to appreciate guys' different skills. So to kind of, you know, go through this journey of, you know, having a team and training and fighting and then, you know, being able to sit back and mm-hmm. commentate fights and commentate fights of guys that we knew yeah. and yeah. knew up and coming guys. It was yeah. like, you know, things coming full circle, so to speak. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of corny or whatever, but I don't know. It was it was a cool experience for me. Yeah, you it know? Really was. Yeah, um, to be on on that side of it, and not just like I guess on the more production side of it, it was pretty cool. I mean, not that we really had to do anything too much, but it, it was nice just to kind of like just really. I felt like we took it in. I did I a agree. lot, a lot more. You yeah. know, I think when you're when you're a fighter or you're a coach or whatever, and you're. In, you know, all you're thinking about is that your guy pulls that off tonight. Right. Everything you guys have been working on, it, it's, it's executed to the best that it can be that 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 night. Right. And and that's it. That's all that matters. But right. then, like, I guess when you're on production side, and you know, as a fight nerd, and you know, being you know you being a competitor and stuff, and now seeing it on that side, it's just kind of like wow. It's almost like um, I don't know. It was, it was yeah. It was. <clears throat> It's very like uh, I was kind of sentimental for me, and for me personally, True. dude. Absolutely. Like you know, you and I go like you said, we go way back. So for here, here, you and I are fucking, you know, I was in tenth grade, and I think you're. I was in eleventh grade. You're twelfth, twelfth grade when we first, first. Started. Uh, tenth and eleventh. Okay. I think. Well, well there yeah. you go. So like yeah. we from then, all the way up to now, and here we are fucking commentating on shit, right? Fights. That was it was pretty sentimental to me. So I was like, yeah, I just yeah. kind of want to put that on the air and on the record. So. Definitely, man. I feel I feel the same way. You know, it's 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 like just another step in the journey, and yeah, um, yeah. and you know, appreciating martial arts and seeing where this sport of mixed martial sure, arts yeah. is yeah. going. You know what I mean? Like, there'll, there'll be times where you know you're like with anything, your passions or hobbies, and you're like, oh, I'm just done with it because you know something will rub you the wrong way, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean? Like whether whatever it may be whatever you play football or you yeah. did whatever and then something may happen and you just discuss it with it but you always go back and you'll appreciate it because you love it because you still love it you know yeah. what i mean and yeah. um i don't know it was de- i'm right there with you man it was um, yeah like it was special see, yeah to see so. like up-and-coming fighters sitting there competing and stuff and then like even and we know how they feel right that's, that's why like yeah. it's different yeah. for like we we're empathetic to yeah. every fighter there yeah. every corner there yeah. we're empathetic yeah. you know even if you're the corner you're the guys that like train in the backyard mm-hmm. and you're going there and you're the out-of-towners yeah. and you're supposed to lose yeah. we feel you there we yeah. were there too yeah. yeah we're on the other side local boys yeah you know uh going against uh, either a top dog or going against a chump like you know yeah. you, we've we've been there so like you know we're pulling for every every team and every fighter there. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. you guys. Yeah, you know? for sure. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you ever, you know, we're going to commentate in the future. You ever hear us? We're, we're always going to try not to say a bad thing about anybody. Yeah. If I you mean, feel that we do, def- definitely, we don't mean any negative. Yeah, we or, yeah we're not being malicious about not it. Not at all. More, no, you man. know, more likely we're just trying to make fun. You know, not like make right. fun at the expense of somebody's. Like, right. You know, well-being or anything like that, but just trying to make a just a joke, man. Keeping it, keeping it right, light, you right. know. But yeah, absolutely. Like every, like I remember, I forget. Um, we were just talking about. I forget the name, Slovakia or something like that versus Mosley. It was a early early uh, stoppage due to uh, due to the ref. You know, he was telling the ref that he was he, he's okay, he's good. Ten seconds left while he's being rear naked choked, and then the ref pulls him off, and we're like, oh man. And he was he was upset. Wasn't mad at his opponent. Just a set that it stopped, and I was just like, man, I, you know, I feel for that guy, you know, like this guy's been training his ass off, and he just gets it taken away like that. Right. But we, we all, like you said, man, we all understand where he's coming, where from. they're at, yeah, right. you know, because you know, you know, being a competitor, and just, you, you just see that, like you see these guys that are up and coming, trying to see how far they can get in this, and um, it's just very admirable, and it's cool that it's it's still going on. Because I'll be honest, like I always thought I mean, it was just going to be a trend, you know. I really, I really right. did, and, and it's, you know, it's there was a big crowd there the other night. Yeah, you know, in downtown Charleston, and and no, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, you and know? it's still going strong. You know, I mean, it just doesn't look like anybody in there was some some knucklehead. You know, everyone in there looked like they 
dead business in there. Definitely, now. for the most part, definitely. But speaking of so. um, mainstream and trends, Hicks and I were talking about the uh, recent shakeups with the UFC as far as steroids and it being sold and the fighters. A lot union. of shit going on, man. Yeah. Um, good, so good stuff, though. I think for the most part. I mean, it, you know, it's interesting stuff. Like yeah. so, you know, UFC got sold. Um. And I don't. And nobody's really seen any, you know, uh, change any change right away. Any apparent change, you know, like the you know these guys are coming in to mix it up or whatever. Um, I don't know. Like, do you, you got any predictions of what might happen with these new guys coming in? What do you think they might do? Will they change anything? Nobody, no, no, nothing's really been said. But you have to wonder. Like, you know, somebody comes in, spends a lot of money on something. Mm-hmm. They're gonna wanna get some of that money back so what changes will they make to make more money which is what their, their point you know what I assume their goal I, I is think like what, what, what could they do different I think, don't know man? man I really don't know but I, I do think that they are probably just going to keep throwing out the matches that people want to see right which I think a lot of fighters you know they obviously see that too because it's really a shame man because no one gives a damn it seems like nobody gives a shit about belts their belts anymore and the right. UFC belts were like the highest level of prestige. It's about the money fight now. Yeah, and that's, you know? that's a shame, man, because honestly, you know, personally, I'm sure I can speak for you too, man, it's like the reason we we fell in love with MMA specifically, or not just martial arts, but MMA, is because it was pure, it was raw, and yes. now it's been corrupted by the dollar, man. It has. In, in the beginning, it was, yeah. it was, I want to see those two guys go at it because I want to see who would win. You know, I want to like, see. I want to see whose will and skill will prevail. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that was probably yeah. a fucking tagline on some event. I'm you sure. Know what I mean, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody yeah. was king of the cage or some shit like that. But no. But now, now it's like every guy, and you're seeing it now. Like Woodley, he just won the belt. He he calls out Nick Diaz, who hadn't fought Nick in Diaz a year. Yeah. He and he's and he's been suspended for for weed. And then his last fight was a loss. So you want to give him a title shot because yeah. it's the money fight, right. you know. But meanwhile, you got all these guys in line. And it doesn't make sense. And it's this, I don't know, man. It's Dude, like the McGregor effect. It's like everybody wants that top dollar fight. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Woodley wants to hold on to his belt as long as he can and try to make as much money as he can before. You think so? Yeah, before he hands it over to um, Thompson. You know? That's a good point. Yeah, guys. Tom, yeah. Dude, I made a remark on a Texas mixed martial arts. I just said, um, ty- ty- nothing against him personally, man. But I, to me, I, I don't like that he's sitting there calling out GSP and Nick Diaz. When you have a... If any, a textbook top contender, and he's avoiding him, which is Thompson. Like, you can't tell me that, that dude doesn't – he's next – he's your immediate fight. It's, it's pretty cut and dry. I actually don't – I think Thompson's a more money fight than Nick Diaz. I think so, too. That's yeah. what doesn't make any sense. That's why I think that he's running from Thompson. Yeah. Um, GSP is different. GSP is a money fight. Yeah, he Let's is. Let's be honest here. I also think it's a better it's a better matchup than Thompson for Woodley. For Woodley, I yeah, think that GSP sure. yeah. he's coming off a long layoff. Yeah. GSP's smaller. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of. Although I still think GSP would win. G- I think GSP he, would I, probably still win. Yeah, I still think he'd win. Yeah. I think GSP wants to fight. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, these guys are after the money fight. Um, and, and I just feel like, like the UFC belts were like the pinnacle of like, that basically UFC was a representation of the world. Like, if you had a UFC belt, you were the best in the world at that division. Right. You know what I mean? Good point. And now it's like it's not anymore. And that's a, that's a fucking shame. People talking about catch weight, super fights, catch weights, catch weight fights, calling out other opponents for these big money fights. I'm like, man. So, back to what you're saying. Um, yeah. I was, I was making a joke and I fucking missed it. I was going to say... Um, Tone could just save everybody the time and energy and just FedEx his belt to uh, Thompson. <laughs> you get any good responses? No. I got two likes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's I something. T- I got two likes on the comment, but I, yeah. I just can't see how that it's probably Thompson and his dad. I don't see how that guy's going to beat Thompson, man. So, anyways. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I'm not even a big Thompson fan, but like that's just not a good matchup for a lot of people, yeah. not just Woodley. Yeah. Thompson's dangerous. For anybody in the welterweight division, not. Yeah, that, that's he's, a tricky he, fight. You know, guy, man. McDonald. I mean, he didn't finish McDonald, but McDonald was lost almost in that fight. Yeah, you know, and he, he kind of ran out of options of what to do. And and McDonald's a very good guy at being a and breaking very guys. Dynamic. Yeah, very. He's very methodical also, and is right. a, and breaking guys down and stuff, and sticking to the game plan. And that right. was not able. He was not able to do that against Thompson. And I, I can't. If what Thompson did to Hendricks is going to be very reminiscent to what he would do to Woodley. I think. I and mean, Woodley's faster. But so is Thompson, and he's long. 
and he's got right. incredible accuracy and timing. So I'm right. sorry, and good wrestling defense. Your, but your right hand can only take you so far, and your athleticism can only take you so far. So, right. But this guy's got that too, and he fights from orthodox and southpaw. Right. So I mean, you know, but um, no, I totally agree. With that. I think that's a, there's a reason he's yeah. he's running from that fight because yeah. that's a bigger money fight than Nick, Nate, Nick Diaz. He I'm wants sorry. to try and catch. He wants to hold on the belt a little bit longer, and he wants to try and make as much money as while holding that belt while he can before he you know gift wraps gift sure. wraps it. But I don't know if there's anything else they could really do to um, make it more exciting other than just put the money fights together. Um, I, I don't know unless you start doing tag team MMA or freaking adding <laughs> weapons in there or shit. something I don't know or I don't fi- know fighting in arenas or some sort of platform I really don't know um, I think the UFC knew this was happening in a lot dude all that stuff that's been going on with the steroids all that shit with Brock Lesnar and John Jones all, that, all the um, the aftershock the after effects of UFC 200 all the controversies from there and it being sold I think they knew all this shit was in the working they're just waiting for UFC 200 to be done with okay you know they had Made all the big ducks. paycheck. Yeah, there. they had all the ducks in a row. Let's milk this. I think they knew like the whole shit with Brock getting popped. Yeah, they knew. I think Brock popped. Mm-hmm. I believe my the conspiracy in me, conspiracy theorists in me, Brock. I think they knew Brock popped yeah. before the fight. Sure, and they probably paid somebody off. Yeah, and made sure Brock fought. Yeah, they got that pay per view money. Yeah, now Brock's off the rankings. There's all this shit going like, yeah, on. Like it, never it was happened. just to get yeah. that buy yeah. and just to let Brock do it, just yeah. to get those pay-per-view buys. And then he got paid his, his big deal, and now he's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. tainted, but they but they got their money. Yeah. They got people's money. Yeah, I think Brock you know? came back just for UFC 200. Right. right. And I think they knew he was going to fight Mark Hunt the whole time. Yeah. I think Brock had a long camp. He was in the best shape of his life. I mean, obviously, due to do some extra vitamins <laughs> and shit. But, like, you know, but everybody knew fucking Brock Lesnar fucking juiced up get the fuck out of here you know what I mean like come on yeah, man. man I mean yeah, come yeah. on yeah that's I, fucking that's what's real. funny like these guys that are getting popped for steroids it's like are we really surprised I was like I mean you know I don't think there was anyone that was popped for steroids I was really surprised that they had steroids it's never been yeah. you know well, other than Sil- Anderson Silva I was surprised about yeah. that but then you know a lot you know a lot of people we've said it before it could yeah. be because of the leg yeah you know what I mean yeah. Um, I still have a hard time believing that he's this fucking juice monster. He was always a yeah. smaller guy. Yeah, right. He was always a natural looking guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And 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 he's fought guys. And if you if he did have steroids in him, he beat other guys that were on steroids too. That's so. that, that's true you know, too. Two so, negatives equal a positive. Right. So I don't know, man. You well, know, what do, what do you think they could do? Anything more? I don't know, Manny, because it's, it's like, you know, you could throw money at prospects or throw money at other big-name guys. There's not a whole lot of, like, free agents out there that, you know, there might be a couple, but they've yeah. been doing that anyways. Yeah, but how much more How much more can you bring the UFC? I mean, it's already on Fox. No, They've already got fucking... they got this international network. Yeah, they've got know. Reebok sponsorship now exclusively. I don't know. I think the only I mean, thing they could do is... You know, I've I've read rumors of them after this Fox deal, which is up soon, of them going to ESPN. ESPN wants them. That is a bigger format of like legitimate sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that could do something to get it more mainstream. But I, I'd like to see them make more re, more uh, logical fights. Something that I bitch about all the time, which we just were yeah. talking about. I don't, I don't know, think maybe it's going to happen. If they went back tournaments to would be great. Format, Holy you know? shit! In some states, tournaments are still legal. Yeah. I'd love tournaments, man. I'd love to bring it back old yeah. school and test these guys harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I totally would be down for it. But um, I don't. I don't know what they're going to do. But I'm just saying, like you know, these guys, these big time business people coming in, spending a lot of money. They're going to want that money back as fast as they can. So what are they going? They have to have some kind of game plan. Yeah. You know. Um, but I, we'll, think, we'll I think see. the same thing's gonna happen. It was a smaller scale, like with, with, with Tap Out, because Tap Out was everywhere, and then when they sold it to like, um, was it Champ Sports? Or they sold it to some major retailer or some guy, something like that, and it was like never the same. You know, yeah. I think that's the same thing that's gonna happen. I think these guys that bought the UFC just kind of want to cash in, but I don't, I don't think I don't think they I don't know. Well, they're they're the millionaires. They're the billionaires, not me. But yeah. I just I just can't see what else they can do, and if they they have something else to make it even better or more more mainstream or bigger or whatever, then shit, man. Then yeah, they're they it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to see see the sport but grow into something I, I like guess, that. I, I guess I'm just tired. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm pretty animated out. You know, um, right. I'm just kind of tired of like seeing these guys just want money fights, money fights, and it's just like. Like I said, man, bring it back to what I mentioned just a few minutes ago. It's like it, it's beco- it's becoming what I didn't I don't like. It's becoming what I 
never really fell in love with it. Why it's becoming why I never really fell in love. Why I did fall in love with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's getting like, away from why you fell in love. There you go. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you yeah, got it, buddy. That, that's what it is. And <laughs> yeah, it's just I like, totally I feel you, man. Yeah, it's, it's being but fucking like, gift wrapped and like I said earlier, it's like but you still go back to it because you do love it. In the end, you it, still love dude, seeing some cool good fights. All right, I tell you, you know, as soon as as soon as Condit's out, um, <laughs> Barbosa's out. <laughs> Um, but other guys are gonna come up, man. That you're gonna like. I guess I don't know. Right? That guy who fought last week in the Fakaseras. Um, what's his name? Uh, Yair. Okay. A really cool fighter out of Greg Jackson. Oh, that featherweight guy. Jesus Christ! How many times you got to fucking spin? There was too much flips in that fight because they're yeah. both fucking ninjas Somebody and said shit. That. But if you go back and look at Yair's like a lot of his other fights, he's yeah. a dynamic fighter that has a lot of promise. And Caceres okay. as well. That's what I'm saying is, there's gonna be potential for these young younger guys who are gonna come up and be like, they're gonna impress you, and you're gonna go. Oh shit! That's like the next level guy. I, I think up, that fight you know? is the closest thing we'll see to a, a capoeira, a real life capoeira. Right. Capo it was too much fight. of that. I agree. Yeah, it was like button match. I was excited about it, and after the third round, I'm going, they're just gonna fucking flip in the air a bunch of times more. Yeah, like, I, you know? I felt like I was watching two girlfriends that never really played video games playing tech and been impressed with boyfriends. And they're just boyfriends. fucking hitting X yeah. over and over. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It's like, yeah. dude, I, I mean, I was like, dude, this this fight, I mean, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I'm with I you, man. Like, I, was, I, I, I got bored to start playing Battlefield. Yeah, I was like, you're yeah. not going to get that spectacular yeah. knockout because the guy yeah. knows you're going to let me spin. The fucking fight was on at like 1230 at night, too, and I'm yeah. like, god damn it, and yeah. I'll wait for this fight. You know? yeah, dude, I was just like, man, you know what? But those moment. are still promising guys. It was just one of those matchups that didn't work out like we wanted to. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but um, but that that's what's gonna happen, man. Speaking so. of fights, man, I was gonna tell you, dude. Um, you know, since we haven't caught up in a while, you know. Um, oh, it's dust. I was, <laughs> um, dude, I was at I was at Taco Bell. This this happened a little while ago, man. I was gonna tell you. Did you um, ever do the, the McDonald's story on the podcast? You did, right? Yeah, you know. Long story short, guys, this this fucking guy cut in line, and we got into some verbal altercation, and that was a McDonald's story. Yeah, it was okay. Like so McDonald's. now this was Taco Bell. It's just this just fucking guy. Like I had to, you know. And there, there was a line like fucking eight people deep, and this fucking guy. Of course, me, my ass, you know. I'm getting ready to go up there to get some food for my pregnant wife, and and you know, of course, myself, the um, the steak and egg. Egg McMuffin's on point. So, um, sure. Yeah, he's just cut in front of me, and I'm like, yo, I was next in line, and whatever. We've gotten back and forth in changes, anyways. He didn't do shit to me, but I did. <laughs> he didn't do shit, but it was funny, man, because I did say, because he's like, he kept saying, watch your mouth, watch your mouth, and I was like, oh, what? What are you going to do? I'll fucking drop you in your sweatpants, man. And like, that was like the funniest part, and he, he all he said was, like, watch your mouth, and he got the fuck back, and the lady's like, I'm so glad you stuck up for yourself, honey. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, well, you know, what else am I going to do? You know, like, fuck. I'm fucking hungry, too. Oh, yes, I did say it to that guy. I was like, well, you're fucking eating McDonald's. I was like, you eat McDonald's just like everybody else here, man. Yeah. Fucking chill out. Wait for your McDonald's. Yeah, I mean, to to have, like, I wish I had, to people like like that, I wish I had an ounce of their confidence. You know what I mean? Just to, like, see a line of eight fucking people and just walk straight through the door and go straight to the fucking register. Like, I wish I had just an ounce of that kind of fucking confidence. No, I don't want you to have that. But that's, I don't think, I don't even know if I consider that confidence. That's just fucking being it an must asshole. Be, I guess, well, man. But just to is. be like, I'm going to fucking go up to that register. It takes more confidence to fucking you say something to that guy you don't think that you does don't, that. You don't think he's taking life by the horns? No, I, I think he's just fucking ignorant people. You don't that's think he's yo- I mean, it's simple, you dude. You don't think he was YOLOing? YOLOing? I don't it? give a fuck. That's not YOLOing to me, man. That's just being an asshole. Yeah, YOLOing is like, you know... Fuck, fucking yeah! You know what I'm talking. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. The reason I got fired up too is because so, another one here. Oh, okay, All right, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, man. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to take you off. No, no, your man. Plan you're there, right. But, I have a bad. But I was just saying, like you said, Taco Bell. So then I was like, yes. you just had an altercation at McDonald's yeah. several months. ago. I gotta stop eating fast food, bro. That's what no, happened. We you all know? do, champ. But um, I went to Taco Bell, man. This is before um, for Jonas, my son was born, and um. I went to do a chow run because um, there was a bunch of yard work that needed to be done. My wife was pregnant um, at the time. I was like, I'm already out. Uh, I went to like Home Depot and Lowe's because I was buying a bunch of like, you know, I just got off work, dude. And now I'm at these like these um, hardware stores or whatever, like loading up bags of topsoil and cow manure and, and mulch and all this shit. Mm. And I'm fucking tired, man. So I was yeah. like, you know, I'm going to get home late. Let me just go ahead and bring home some dinner. She yeah. likes Taco Bell, you know. So anyways, I go to Taco Bell, and I, I go, and I go, and it's not even busy. And um, there's, like, I walk in there, and there's, like, these these two kids. They look about, like, 18, 19. And, um, <clears throat> you know, like, skinny skinny white kids, you know, 
not, not well, one of them was kind of beefed up and um so i walk in there i get behind them and um this kid's ordering stuff he's like yeah can i just get a quesadilla no meat i just want you know lettuce and tomato and then the kid behind him who's a little bit beefier wearing a fucking v-neck with the v-neck that goes all the way down between his tits and he's wearing a fucking... Deep V-neck. Yeah, it's and he's wearing v. a beanie now, mind you, and it's like fucking... Like it's 80, fucking 90 99 degrees, degrees outside yeah, every day. Wearing a beanie. He's behind him. Cutie. And I guess they're buddies and stuff, so his friend's asking for like a vegetarian quesadilla and stuff, and then he's like, yeah, can I get a quesadilla with, no t- with just tomatoes and lettuce? And the guy behind him goes, faggot. <laughs> so I didn't say nothing, right? So I was just like, <laughs> I was just being quiet, whatever. So he orders his stuff, and then he goes to the side... This, this asshole, the beanie asshole, gets ready to make his order. And then the guy from the back comes out to the front, and he's like, I forget what his name was. Let's say his name was uh, Tim. He's like, hey, Tim, Tim, yeah, you just want tomato and lettuce, right? That's it. You don't want any meat. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. And the, that, that douchebag with a beanie goes, extra tomato, extra lettuce. And like he's like shaking his head like, come on, man. Like, get with the program. Like, talking down. Yeah. Like, come on, like, you fucking servant. Yeah. It's not that hard. Right. And right. I was just like, this fucking guy, man. So I was like, whatever, man. I just want to get this food, get the fuck on, right? And that dude, the look, the look he had on this kid, like, motherfucker. Like, he looked pissed off. And I'm like, this guy's trying to make sure he's making his shit right. So anyways, he goes in the back. He ain't saying nothing. He just kind of gave him a look like, motherfucker. And then this Ooh. kid's getting ready to... Yeah, I was kind of pissed, but I, I'm, I'm tired too, man. And um, <laughs> so anyways, he's getting ready to order. And this kid, man, I fucking A. See, I'm thinking about it now. It's making me fucking mad. But... <laughs> Ahead, sorry. Right, sorry, he's like, he's like, so he goes up there, and his, you would think this fucking kid's like on an open mic, like he's just got the, he's got the fucking stage now. Now that his fucking quote unquote faggot friend moved along, he's got the stage now, and he's like, yeah, um, let me just get a quesadilla. I forget what he's, what he ordered exactly, but I'm just kind of playing it here. So yeah, let me just get a quesadilla and your graditos. Are your graditos any good? And, and oh she's my like, God, what the fuck? yeah, he's going, yeah, let me get extra meat and extra cheese on that. And he's looking at his, his buddy ordered vegetarian stuff. And he's like, and um, your chalupas, do you have that steak? And he turns around and looks at me, sorry. And I was like, how about you stop being so cool and you just order your food? You said that? It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. Because I'm, I'm just like, yeah. Dude, he probably didn't even understand that fucking joke. Well, he, like, he didn't. And he's like, right. well, he goes, and then he goes, chill bro and I was like you chill wearing a beanie it's 80, 90 degrees outside <laughs> oh, and then God. the lady taking the fucking order she just she just gets up like she looks up to the ceiling like she's getting she's ready like, to surrender herself to the lord <laughs> or like she's getting abducted she's like, by the alien I just want to fucking get these guys out of here well she just looked up to the ceiling and then she just turns left and then she just walks off and then another lady comes up to like within a minute another lady comes up to the front to take her place and she's kind of like holding in laughing and this kid's looking at me and I'm just looking at him stoically like yeah what's up like what what are you gonna fuck order your fucking food right so he yeah. just looked at me and I just looked at him like nodding my head stop, like I'm stop being like, so fucking cute yeah it, get the fuck on I, I was kind of like nodding my head subtly like yeah what yeah, what, what wanna, dude yeah yeah what and then he just turned around and ordered his food and shit. So he moved on you fucking buzz killer you and then killed I, his shit and I just said yeah can I get a number seven or number two you know, raspberries, tea, serumus. Boom. Boom. Done. Boom. See you later. And then as I got my ticket, I felt like somebody was like giving me that thousand yard stare. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, it's fucking beanie boy. Fucking cutie pie. And I'm just staring at him. You know, I'm just looking at him like, you know, yeah, I'm just staring at him. I'm not breaking eye contact. Like, what are you, you're going to beat me up because you're being an asshole? Well, okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I'm just staring at him for a good bit until he broke eye contact because I'm the fucking alpha. <laughs> no. I think you proved that shit. <laughs> so then he, he just looked back down at his fucking phone, and then, like, I got my food before the, the kid that ordered the vegetarian quesadilla, he got his shit, and then I got my food before asshole. And then the girl goes, Mr. John. And she's like, like, like I could tell they were fucking laughing in the They're back. They're fucking fans, brother. <laughs> so I got my shit, and I fucking left. And then when I walked out, dude, I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> Yo, you just won one, fucking, dude. No, it's just, no, man. That was good. No, nah, but I just thought it was so, like, I, I was just laughing my ass off, like, I don't know, because, I don't know, it's like, when you have a long day, and you're just tired, like, I really felt like I just didn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I didn't care. I totally know what you mean. So, I, I come, so anyways, man, so yeah, that was that was my little story. I figured I'd give you some laughs there, but, um. That was, 
That's yeah, I gotta stay away from the fucking fast food. So so now I gotta stay away from kids. That's well, a fucking problem. It's fucking kids know. sometimes, man. But I was just like, man, I just gotta go to drive throughs if I'm going to these places. <laughs> Seriously, man. Yeah, why did you go in if you're getting to go? Because, man, I always see that every time I have gone to drive through, they fucking forget the honey mustard. They don't have a fucking straw. You know, oh, that, kind, that kind of shit. So you like to make sure you have it? Yeah, man. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. no, I, I gotcha. I'm not that kind of asshole that's gonna be like, oh, shit. No, you go all the way back. Yeah, I don't, yeah. it's just no, uh, whatever. Really, yeah. I f- yeah. That's what I get. Yeah, from I'm that asshole. I, I go through the drive-through. Then I just bitch at home. Yeah. But I never go back. I just eat whatever I get. Yeah. Unless they really make a huge mistake, like leave a bunch of shit out. But, yeah. But anyway, yeah. that's fucking hilarious, man. Well, good, I got good more story of, there. I got more of that came from. Hicks. You need to keep going. To, I think you need to keep going to fucking fast food places. <laughs> I think these. I mean, it's good material, man. I don't. It's man. Fucking crazy. Ugh. But uh, but yeah. Well. So. So, anyways, that's 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 a good. What two hours? Good hanging out. No, it's hour hour straight right oh, there. Sweet. You know, we'll, good. We'll cut out some of the oohs and ah and uhs such and a, shit like that. Such but, a great feeling. But um, but yeah, man. So, any parting words, Hicks? No, man. Just, please send us some messages. Send us yeah, some pictures. Guys, come something. on, man. Some, thanks to Alberto. Thanks, Alberto. Uh, from back in May. Yeah. Back in the early, right before summer. Here we are at the end of summer, finally getting around to answering his questions, but. Uh, um, it's back to school week for some people in Charleston. Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, I'm dreading it. I'll be right there in traffic with y'all. Yeah, and, and um, yeah. drive safe, people. Jesus, like, yeah. Jesus Use your Christ. fucking signals. Just don't worry about getting to work on time. You know, I know that probably sounds bad, but don't fucking stress it. Just fucking get your shit done, and everybody will find the routine eventually. We'll we'll, we'll have we'll have a yeah, flow just, going. Just on use your signals, man. Yeah, and, use if, your and if too. there's there's lanes that are merging and stuff, one car in. If everyone just did one car at a time, traffic would flow, you know? Yeah. Totally. Jesus, <laughs> Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. But uh, it doesn't matter what the fuck we say, man. Monday morning is going to be rough. Yep. Cause it's it's going to yeah. be rough. Yeah. So I think everybody's coming back to school. Anyways, man, anything you want to say before we head out? Um, um, go Panthers, bro. Uh, Preseason started. No. No. Uh, <laughs> no, NFL has started. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes I love football. Yeah, we're gonna start talking about more football, Hicks. I love. I football. mean, let's do it. Let's you know, do you it. know what's funny, man, is like uh, last season, it, it was a it was more of a running joke that I had with my brothers because they would yeah. talk about football all the time, and I was like left out. Right. So then I would just kind of watch. Um, I just kind of watch parts of the game, and then I found myself getting a little bit involved in it. And I would, uh, but I was mostly watching the game just to do like reconnaissance, so I could like next time I talk to them on on, on Xbox. That's, a, be that's a way of talking on the phone is right. playing Xbox. I would just be like, oh yeah, man, I can't believe you. Like, why did they ki- why did they run it? They should have just kicked it and played it safe, you know. I, and I would just bring that up, and they just started laughing. Like, ah, oh, this motherfucker's watching the game. So anyway, I started getting involved with it. And running joke, I actually end up like digging Cam Newton. You know, yeah. and, and Panthers football and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I am a, I am a little bit excited. Well, good man, about, good, good. About, we'll be on the same page. Yeah, about that. Panthers football. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm a Falcons fan, so you know we're in the same division, so we'll be rivals, so to speak. But um, <laughs> I've been a Falcon, Falcons fan since I was a kid. I'm setting my um, just on the record. I'm setting my expectations low. We have a tough schedule, but um, I've gotten into I've gotten into fucking uh, fantasy football real deep for several years now and now the Falcons are getting better in my opinion I'm starting to you know feel good about things I don't, I don't but, think I'm going to dig it that much but yeah, but yeah I, I spend money on that shit yeah. so, so I, that has been my my, my, my new passion uh, I fucking well, signed up for NFL.com and all that shit and everything let's just say I've, I've oiled up the axles and dusted good, off man. the seat on that bad we'll wagon have to go watch a, we'll have to watch a game one day no I'm good. <laughs> I'm good I'm good watching this game too but, but. All right, y'all. All right, guys. Take it easy. Till next time. A couple months, probably. <laughs> so.